0: Welcome back to Weekend Superstars. I'm John McHugh. I'm George Moulton. And uh, tonight's guest is a very special guest, Um, man of many names. One would be maybe, uh, what, Austin City house drummer, possibly (laughs) uh, future mayor of Berea.
1: Prettiest man I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) The best dressed drummer in town, Mr. Donnie Parker. Welcome to the show.
2: What's up, boys? What's up?
0: (laughs) So... It's actually a first time having a band member on the show. Yeah. One of our own band members. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, But we, shit, when did we start playing together? uh, 08, 09?
2: Yeah, I think it was 09. Um, That
0: was when you and me played together. Yeah, Yeah.
2: you and I started playing together in 09 because I'd actually taken uh, 2008 off. Right. That's when I got married and uh, first baby was born, and I'd taken most of that year off. So the pudding gig Came about, was the yeah. first gig back for me when I took that time off. I guess it was more like eight months. But
0: yeah. Were you with Avery right before <clears throat>
2: that? Um, so we was with Avery from, uh, or I was with Avery the first time from 06 to 08. And then we had a short stint at the city with Tim Gore. That's right. Yep. That. right, yeah. yeah. So when the Tim band ended, I think that's when George Made one I of his came, returns to the city. While, yeah. I, Ashley was pregnant at the time, and I was like, you know what? I'm take off and, you know, take a break yeah. from it all.
0: I remember uh, about that time was when I was transitioning to country music. Yes. And uh, the whole the band with Puddin' was like going to honky-tonk college for me.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I here. felt
0: like all of us were, were just green as can be, but learning as we go. I remember one thing for sure is when D- Donnie goes to Nashville more than anybody I've ever met still, right. still to yeah. this day, but even back then it's probably worse. But he would go to Nashville, watch some bands play, and then come back with, all right, we're going to put these pushes in this song here. We're <laughs> gonna, they, They're stopping it on this point on this song. We're going to do yeah. it. Or we're going to do halftime here because they're doing it down in Broadway. Like We would have a new ending or a new segment <laughs> of songs, and that was like learning how to how to put on a show, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I remember you always would come back with yes. some idea.
2: My my goal was always, you know, I want to play with these boys in Nashville because my dad started taking me to Broadway yeah. when in the 90s. Yeah. So as a kid, you know, they let they let the kids come in until 6 oh, or yeah. 8, you know, like mm-hmm. Well, dad, he frequented Nashville, then, so he would take me down there and he'd always say, Listen, there's the right way, the wrong way, and then the Broadway to right. do things. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know all of his. Well, y'all, if y'all remember, I know George does. Up until, not so recently, I guess, but up until the mid 2000s, you could still hear fiddle and steel every other oh, bar yeah. Yeah. in Broadway, right? Yeah. And they did have their way of doing things. So, yeah. like when we would do a song here, I'd be like. I still like them boys down there, you right. know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh speaking of your dad, uh and the whole family's musical, was it uh was the music in the family before your dad also?
2: Well, so my dad is the youngest of ten children. Right. Um so his oldest brother who just passed away a few years ago, he died at age seventy nine. And dad's just turned sixty one. Yeah. So, you know, he, my dad's brothers were having children while my dad's Love dad was guy. still having children. Yeah. So, like, you all know my cousin Jeff, who uh-huh. plays yeah. mandolin. He's older than my dad, and my dad's his <laughs> uncle. Wow, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, so, the, but the music did start pretty much with that generation in my family, and they all played. Right. It was like this thing that just happened... Somebody. Prerequisite to be yeah. a Parker. Yeah. And, and it, it started there. And, like, my older uncles, I guess, took up music and then showed my dad and his generation of, you know, my dad and his brothers as right. a twin, Yeah, showed them how to play, and they just took off. Yeah. So, you know, he had ten. There was one girl and nine boys, and they all played music. All wow. of them could play something.
0: Wow so was it was it a choice for you, or did you really yeah, want to do it? Early I really on?
2: wanted to do it like but I remember my earliest memories being in in my dad's house. he'd have a bluegrass band at the time. He wasn't playing country yeah. music he was playing he, well, he played at Rimfro Valley and played in the staff band as a bass player mm-hmm. but they had a bluegrass band. He always had a bluegrass band, but mm-hmm. I would lay on the couch in the living room and go to sleep to a bluegrass band rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd <don't> have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <Banjo's> we always, <laughs> you down the road. We, we always say, you know, like, you hear my family members say, it was like, well, I was born with a banjo in our ear yeah. pretty much. You yeah. Know? yeah, But, but there would be all these guys all the time coming to our house. And, of course, it looked like a bar room in there. Everybody smoked in the house back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was the 80s, so, like, House full of smoke. Not it's not so much drinking, but they right. they make coffee. I remember that so well. <laughs> like those little styrofoam yeah. cups of coffee, so and everybody drink, drink coffee, coffee and smoke cigarettes, yeah. and sing bluegrass songs, and just rehearse them over and over and over. You know, and I I, I just that's a childhood memory of mine of laying there falling asleep listening yeah, to that yeah. wild music going on right yeah. there.
0: I remember growing up when I first started playing. uh, like my house, we would have the music room and we had drums and bass and the PA and even the stage lights were all set up in this one room just so every weekend whoever we knew wanted to come play, we just, that's what we did on weekends is we just jammed and, you know, like Mm -hmm. you said, smoke-filled. Well, there was a lot more drinking at my house, but smoke-filled and that was just like the early education of just Figuring out how to do it and just jam, you know, long nights of just jamming right. Oh yeah, seemed like well, so much fun to me.
2: We, we we hung out with a bunch of Baptists, so they didn't make around each other. <laughs> 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 they, they did. <laughs> it's That's yeah. You know, that's what they always said. Anyway. Yeah. But, <laughs>
0: so drums, the first instrument for you? Drums
2: was. So um, we always had instruments around, but long about, I don't know. 1990, I don't know, 91, something like that, my dad decided to play steel guitar. He was always mandolin player, a bass player, guitar I mean, he, he was a multi-instrument yeah. guy. But he just, he, he just got this obsession with steel guitar. Like, he just loved it and he obsessed over it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So he joined the <coughs> band me. that my uncle Donnie, I have an uncle named Donnie, yeah. my dad's twin, was in. And uh, he played with, like, Josh Logan, and he played there, yeah. with uh, a guy named Kenny Isaacs. Do y'all know Kenny? I've heard the name, yeah. Kenny used to have a band. He's still around. He don't play music anymore, but he's still around mm-hmm. Lexington. But yeah. uh So my dad joined a band with Uncle Donnie, and uh, they set up in the basement, and that was the first time I'd been around drums. Right. So I was probably eight or nine then, yeah. you know. Maybe yeah, maybe eight or nine. So Donnie brings his drums over and he sets them up, and they lived in the basement. But I remember <laughs> from the very first rehearsal, like when he started kicking that kick drum, playing drums, and I loved that's the sound of it. I was like, "Oh, this is this is nice." Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sleep for this. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's what I was curious about is uh, basically growing up in a bluegrass surrounding where the drums came oh, into play. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> well, and later on. Again, my Uncle Donnie being been my first inspiration. Uh, they stopped playing country music, and then all started playing gospel, including my dad for a while. They started yeah. a gospel bluegrass band, but my Uncle Donnie played drums in it. Right. And he could sing really high harmonies, yeah. you know, so they had six of ten of the brothers had a bluegrass gospel thing. Wow. But he played drums in it. Um, but I'd always loved, like, the... J.D. Crowe music like Keith Whitley they had drums and bluegrass you know know, still guitar and banjo but that kind of reminded me of the J.D. Crowe stuff sure yeah but uh, yeah I was just obsessed with it so those drums set up in the basement you know and I went down there and started like you know like playing along with tapes yeah I remember that like and dad only had country music there was no other kind of music in the house so you know I had to practice to a Keith Whitley tape or a Whatever right. George Jones at the time, but uh, I remember like my my first I guess like drum lesson was like one sentence and our washer and dryer was in the basement. So at that that's when my dad and Jan my stepmom of course she's a musician too they had first gotten married. Yeah, so she's bringing like it looks like kind of like what we're looking at here. In this basement yeah. that we're sitting in, there's stairs coming down. Yeah. So Jan comes down the stairs with this basket of cloves, and I'm down there like trying to play these drums. <laughs> and she goes, You need to do the kick, then the snare. Put the kick here and yeah. the snare here, and then you'll figure it out there. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Light bulb. Boom pop yeah okay boom pop (laughs) (laughs) so that was like that was like what that was my one lesson yeah you know yeah you know because i'm sure it was driving her insane me down there just hitting everything Everything at one time time, you know but she was like yeah put the kick and then the snare and i think you'll that's hilarious you know i was like okay good lesson (laughs) great
0: that's funny man we had Avery on a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about when he first started playing the city, and uh, you know Ronnie was playing with him, I remember and then that very well. he you yeah. didn't have or he they were getting rid of the drummer, and Ronnie was like, you know, my boy Don plays. Was uh, was that your first honky tonk gig?
2: Um, Besides, so, like jamborees or anything. So yeah, so I remember that very well. Like going into the Avery gig, yeah. That happened because they had they wanted him to go out on his own. And of course he had crosswind at the time. And the guys really didn't want really to do that. They wanted a band. Austin City wanted an artist.
0: Right. Yeah. So the yeah.
2: band was like, No, we'll just let's just, you know, split this up, Avery, you do your thing. You know, that's what you know. Yeah. So the sign the crosswind sign came down and the Avery Crabtree sign yeah. went up. I was actually the the story to that. I was there the night that they'd put the band together, and um, so it was Avery and Hank, and uh, Jay Smith, at the time, and Dad and a drummer. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they rehearsed, and I was just there. I was. They rehearsed at Austin City. Right. I remember that very well, and I halfway paid attention. But I was over there really talking to whoever at the time. I don't even remember who was there. You know, anytime you have a rehearsal at the city, there'll be a few people come in and hang out. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the staffers or whatever. Right. And I'm sure we were drinking or whatever. But but I noticed they rehearsed, and then we were playing a uh, jamboree in Midway. The Mm Backroads... Jamboree yeah. with.
1: Uh, and you all used to do that and then come into the same yes, place. And yes, there's a funny story night, about yeah. that actually. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
2: but uh, we were playing Backroads <laughs> with uh, a guy named Mike Fromm and a couple guys over here. Yeah. A couple, you know, we would do Saturday night and we would do it. It was like a theater show, you know, kind of like the Opry. Yeah. We'd run artists across the stage. So Jerry played there and Dad. So we were probably going to hang out after that practice, anyways. Yeah. After that rehearsal, we <laughs> were probably, I would imagine, going to make some bad decisions. Yeah. And, right? You know? Oh yeah. But uh, they rehearsed, and I just remember like the, you know, like the band being like, "I don't think this is gonna, this this wasn't a good rehearsal." Yeah. And we got to play. This was on a Tuesday night. They were going to debut the Avery show. Yeah thursday night oh wow because you know it's thursday through saturday yeah, right you know yeah. then and uh i mean crosswind had played the saturday before they took their stuff down and you know every into into the fire this yeah. you know <laughs> do this solo artist thing well they're kind of scrambling and i remember we we ended up going we may have went out that night or whatever but like the very next night, they had all talked, and Avery called me, and I really know Avery. Yeah. My relationship was at, with Avery was kind of like my relationship with George. Yeah. I was like, I love these guys, but I really don't know them. Yeah. You know, I yeah. know them yeah. in passing.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, he calls me up, and he goes, hey, Donnie, would you want to come be in my band? <laughs> <laughs> I immediately, like, you know, all the blood left my body. I felt like, <laughs> I, was like I mean... He was like, well, I talked to you, Daddy, and if you want the job, it's it's your job. And I immediately was like, okay, I'll take it. But now I'm nervous. Because I didn't know what he was going to do. Because Avery, if you talk to him today, he's like, man, we don't really use set lists. Yeah, You know, like, you'll be all right. Just jump in and hang on. That's what he would say. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was my first big job. Before that, it was all pretty much dance halls. Right, yeah. A festival here and there with a band. I remember my first job was a little place called Country Steel in Renfro Valley.
0: Yeah.
2: A little dance hall, and uh, some folks named Bob and Jenny Gregory. I was a senior in high school, and she called me up. She said, I heard you played country music, or played drums, and and liked country music. I was like, I do. And she was like, well, we're needing a drummer. We'll give you $50 a night if you'll come play with us on Saturday nights. And I just thought that was the best yeah. thing that ever happened. Oh, yeah. You know, but I didn't tell any of my friends at school about it, ever. No, oh, yeah. Never told a soul at school because I thought, okay, traditional country music is probably the most uncool thing <laughs> <laughs> that I could be doing. Yeah, But – so I went my whole almost, you know, at least half my senior year playing on Saturday nights, and I didn't tell hardly yeah, anybody right. what I did. Yeah. You know, they all knew I played music. Yeah, but it wasn't like I invited my friends out. I was like, right, you know, they're not going to like this. They would just come down here and wreck the place or something. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I remember uh, when I was in high school and playing, and I was, you know, I was inviting everybody I knew out because yeah. I thought that's just what you do. Yeah, and they would show up once or twice. And I could see that bored look in their face. Oh, yes. Like, because we just aren't, it was a different group, different style. Like, they didn't want to hear Beatles and Stones, which is what I was playing at the sure, time, you know? Sure. And, and i just look out, see all my friends, hoping, you know, somebody be looking at me, and everybody would just
2: <laughs> head, head on the table. Just, and I was like, okay,
0: well, I'm just going to stop.
2: Well, that's I'm, I'm going to hang reason. out with
0: older people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's kind of the reason I didn't, you know? Everybody knew my obsession with music, but. I was in a couple, like, rock bands, grunge bands. Yeah. You know, my heart lived there for a while, too. Oh, yeah. But it was kind of predestined. Did you
0: ever have uh, the want to to be make it as a band, or did you just want to be a musician? Because I wanted to be in a band and do the all for one, one for all kind of thing until that kind of passed, and then I knew that wasn't going to happen, and then I switched to I'm just going to be a hired gun and kind of go that route.
2: Yeah. Early on. Early on I had, you know, <laughs> hopes and dreams. Right. You know? Sure, yeah. <laughs> we we've all I did want to think, okay, I'm gonna get a band of brothers and right. we're gonna we're gonna we'll hit the highway in a van. We'll hit the highway in whatever. <laughs> yeah. I went out in a horse and buggy back then uh-huh. just to But yeah, I kinda wanted that. Yeah. But it was short lived. I mean it was like yeah. I realized quickly it was easier to work for somebody yeah. Than to try to hurt a bunch of bandmates, you know, right, like, right. oh yeah, it, it, who's got going on what, you know, like. But then you know, Avery, I guess, was the first one. I was like, well, this is pretty easy, mm-hmm. you know, like,
0: yeah. And all the pressure's on him.
2: Yeah, I'm showing up, I'm getting paid, and I got to do my job. Yeah. But yes, I think the band thing would have been cool early right. on. Yeah. I think the only experience I ever had with
1: the closest I come to was probably the, the hard luck thing. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it was still, you know, it still out there, I think George Moulton and hard luck, but we all started it together. We were all buddies. Mm-hmm. We all lived, you know, in the same town, practicing. a. I mean, we actually built a shack on one of them's backyards just to have a place to practice. And uh, it was cool. I mean, it, you had that vibe, you know, we, of course, our vibe was, you know, was, was, Skinnered, right? Really yeah, like, you know, yes. and kind of had that vibe going on. But then after that, everything else that I ever did was just me, right? Yeah, you know, right. Mean, like we had the ninety proof band. I mean, that name only come around maybe the last year I was at all. And Hank Rose came up with it. We mm-hmm. had never called it ninety proof or nothing. You know, it was just what to come up with. But I think it's at least on my end of it, it's it's a whole lot easier. Just to have you guys playing for me and and me not having to, you know, uh, fight with somebody or argue somebody how we're going to do this or do that.
2: I like somebody who's like the buck stops with somebody in the band. Yeah, I I think that. And even if I would put that out there for anybody who was playing in a band, I'd say somebody do the business part and somebody be the band leader. But make that be your. You need somebody to call that last decision. Mm-hmm. It just seems like that's where a lot of people go wrong. Like, yeah. You got to have that leadership. Yeah.
1: And I've always been that way, man. I mean, like, you know, John's a big band leader and, and I'll just, you know, if, if there's something I need, I say, Hey man, yeah. take, take care of this. Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to, uh, cause I, I'm, I'm a big wuss when it comes to having to fire somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I've only let two people go in 35 years, uh, you know, just straight right. up saying, Hey, right. you gotta yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the rest of it's uh, either either Tim Howard got the got the call to do it or John gets sure, the call like, to do yeah. it. you know.
2: So, well, m- most of the time, I feel like in the music business, everybody knows when it's about that time. Though, you know. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It's never been a surprise. Which I, I was trying to think if I'd ever been let go from a gig, but I don't. I've never been let go, but I've been let go as a band, you know, where the artists yeah. loses yeah. their gig. Yeah. Obviously so yeah. we've been in those situations uh-huh. and um I have auditioned and failed horribly. Auditions oh, yeah. You scary. yeah. Yeah. Um and that's always it was always nerve wracking to me, you know, like yeah. just walking in. Oh yeah. And, you know. Don't know anybody and just don't know cold. anybody, you don't know their style, you know, you've never played with them. Yeah. You know. Um
0: I did an audition once in Nashville and uh I I had to learn this guy's original songs, Mm. and I assumed that we were going to play together. Sure. But we didn't. I got there, and they (laughs) sat in two chairs with notepads Mm -hmm. and listened to me play their song by myself, and it scared the shit out of me.
2: Oh, yes. Yes.
0: Obviously did not get that gig.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Man, yeah, I couldn't imagine that. With notepads, just staring at me, no expression. (sighs) Well, I've never been in that situation, but... I have been in auditions before where it's like there's the rhythm guitar player and the bass player and they're like alright we're gonna kick these songs I was like where's the rest of the band Yeah. like no we're just gonna do it like this Yeah. you know Right. and that is scary you yeah. know oh, it's yeah. like yeah. but
1: uh, and it's I, like when you go to those uh, you know uh, different things you know we kind of con- there's contests or stuff and you got people you know, sitting out in the crowd, yes. and you know who the even if they're not right up front, you know who they are. So you, that's where your eyes are at the whole time, right there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, it's uh, I I don't know. I mean, I guess that's where I didn't ever join no other band, so I saved myself the pain <laughs> of auditions. I
0: know we've all heard this a thousand times that uh if you're going to be successful, you got to network. And network, yeah. network. Oh, I think, yeah I
2: think it's the biggest word of the. And music well, I, th- I think
0: Donnie is if, if you're playing in Central Kentucky and you're trying to network, Donnie needs to be number one on your on your phone call list. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. Because after see after Avery and you joined Puddin', and then you went back to Avery for a little while, and then you basically played with every band that's came through the City, City. Six. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs>
2: so so yeah, I guess At some I, former I fashion. I, I guess I could put it on record. So. I didn't start playing Austin <laughs> City until 2005 or six. Whenever it was the Avery thing, yeah. yeah. Never sat down there. Um, I'd only been there to watch George, which changed everything. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I remember the first time I ever walked in to Austin City and George was playing. He's the first artist I ever saw there. Mm-hmm. But it changed everything. For me, at that moment, like, I walked in there, stone-cold sober, coming there with Dad, drinking Coca-Cola. Yeah. It was not wild, you know, you know like, best voice for, for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I remember I'm like, this is it. Yeah. It's 2003. Yeah. George was. Oh, um, I mean, the band yeah. was like, is the best band I'd ever heard live at that point, yeah. like, in Lexington. You know, we'd yeah. go down and watch the Broadway guys. But even the Broadway guys didn't bring that energy yeah. that the George Band was bringing. I was like, "Oh, this is loud. It's big, and I'm obsessed." Yeah, you know, I'm like, "This is this is it." Kurt Lee, like, oh yeah, just blasting. And I thought, "Who's this guy? I'm, I'm I love this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's up there breaking bass drum pedals on country music. And yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, I love this and." From the first time I walked in, I would be like, Dad, when you filling him George? Yeah. When's Dave going to take off again? Yeah. Can we just go up there, you know? Was, yeah. But I would go back and watch, and I would just stand there at the corner of the stage. Yeah. And... You know, I remember Dad filling in. I remember my first trip to the basement Austin City. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, so What do you see down there? <laughs> Can't say. <but laughs> I do remember going down there, and I'm like, oh, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to be a part of it. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but, you know.
0: We said uh, when we first thought about doing this and how we're going to do it, it- I think the first couple of conversations was completely just unscripted, and we're going to tell everything and all the stories. And then we're like, we can't get anybody divorced. We can't get anybody indicted. Like, some stories are just, you got to be yeah. in the club.
2: They're just better left alone. They're better left alone. <laughs> better left alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do remember that first trip to the basement, and I remember it was George, you know, and yeah. his band that, that I was. Obviously, yeah. I didn't know any of them, but I was just obsessed with them. And I'm 21 years old, probably. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm walking in down there, and I'm like, "This is it. This right. is, the, you know, these guys are rock stars, and they're playing country music. We lived
1: like it anyway, yeah. oh, wasn't yeah. we? Were
2: not. Oh, you were to me. <laughs> you, I heard you all talking on the other uh, the other podcast about local inspiration and local heroes. Right. All my yeah. heroes are local.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I love. Going to Nashville and I love like we used to love to go watch like the players like Brent Mason. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Rhodes just passed yeah, away. I yeah. Hated to hear that, you know, great bass player. But loved watching those guys. They were over the top, obviously. Yeah. But all my heroes are local. Yeah, all my same, yeah. all my favorite drummers. They're local, man. Like going in watching Tony Hammonds, yeah. watching Kurt Lee, which you know Tony played nationally too, but yeah. You know, all these guys, Steve Richmond. I mean, I love it. I go in and be like, I need to steal something from these guys. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know? like, exactly. Like, you right, know, like yeah. the way they do. It. And Josh Hill is another one, you know. I mean, yeah. I could just go down the list. Yeah. But I've never watched, as far as drum goes, and I, I wonder if you are like this, even guys today, they may not be, you know, Technically, the best drummer ever, or the best musician, but I've never watched anybody that I didn't say, I want to do what they you do. get there.
1: something out of it.
2: Yeah, I've learned something from every drummer I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm stealing licks from my own son now. He's 14, <laughs> you know. He'll be out there playing. And I'm like, I kind of like the way he lays that snare in that spot, or I yeah. like yeah. the way he's you know the way he's laying off that or laying into that right I like that and that's just the way I watch musicians yeah like you said with the bands you know I, w- I kind of like
0: you can pick their the, brain yeah
2: and and you watch people and you're like oh yeah that's the way that song should be done that's yeah. cool yeah. you know like but yeah all my all my heroes are the local guys man and there, say, there'll be a whole uh, whole two or three
1: generations come behind us and, and going to be one of theirs you
2: know uh, well you can only hope so yeah, it, oh, <laughs> no <doubt>. right yeah <laughs> you know but yes that was my so i guess i should go on record <laughs> with the austin city thing yeah <laughs> so i didn't start playing there till 2005 but i have been a member at some point or played with every house band yeah that was the house band at austin city since about 1998 I was in the Travis Atkinson band. Yeah, I was in obviously Avery's band. Played with Scott Said band. Yeah, Tim Gore, Putin yeah. Hal. So for uh, George, you know, mm-hmm. it took me a long time to get to. Did you ever, George? Did you ever <laughs> fill in for George ever, or did not, not that I recall? Not, I know you may I, have sat
0: in on a song or two. My didn't
2: first fill in gig with George was. Um, it was probably down Moorhead, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in Moorhead and it was with you and Ian.
0: So it w- wasn't that long yeah, ago. No, no, it no long. Long. Okay. And it was a one yeah. night, yeah. one
2: thing. Because I know for a while, John and I were trying to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I was—I mean, obviously, I stayed booked quite yeah. well, yeah. right a bit.
0: We, we joked all the time because, you know, like you know, Donnie and I became fast friends yeah. with Putin's band. And then, you know, he was groomsmen in the wedding and all this stuff and then if we always joked that if you're not in a band with somebody you're not friends anymore you know that your closest <laughs> yeah. friends are who you're in a band with because yeah. that's who you see all the time and then donnie and i seemed to separate for years as like we were all only just crossed paths every so often and then when uh when i got the call to come back to you and Donnie was in the band, I was the first thing I said was like, We 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 best friends again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> well, hey, I'll, I'll tell the quick best friend story then. And, <laughs> and like you say, I mean for years and years I knew you I knew mm-hmm. who you were, speak to you, whatever, but we never talked, we never got sure, yeah, a conversation I remember that. or anything. Then, when we went down for your bachelor party, <laughs> I don't know when it was, it was middle August, whatever it was, it's hot. Yeah, it was I hot. had the Suburban, didn't have no AC in it. I had my family uh, minivan uh, yes. blasting the cold AC. I remember we come out of Mancino, I was eating. Yeah. And Donnie runs over to the van and said, Hey, man, you got AC in here? I said, Boy, I said, It's cold. I'm riding with you. <laughs> and by the time we got to Nashville, it was best for, it. we'd, done, oh, we'd yes. already talked about our entire
0: lives, our kids, everything. That was the know. first time you'd actually talk, talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: That, very. Very first time, and I remember getting in that van. Well, first of all, I remember I was like, okay, so me and John are kind of the skinniest guys <laughs> in in the pudding yeah, in the pudding yeah. car, so they're yeah. going to put us in the back, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to be back there, and, you know, roasting, roasting, everybody's <laughs> hot air, you know. So I'd already decided I'm like, this is going to be a miserable trip because <laughs> he didn't tell us the air was out until we got there, it's yeah. time to go. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, like, I, don't need, I, need, I need to make an exit here. <laughs> <laughs> so never talk to Harlot George. I mean, like, what's up, George? Sound great. Yeah, you know, love you guys, whatever. Yeah, that was the extent of it, right. George may get up with Avery, and by the time George would get up with Avery, nobodys remembering anything. <laughs> You know, right? I mean, that would, that would be deep into the yeah. night <laughs> at, at Austin City. But beyond that, and I just remember sitting down, I'm like, man, he going to AC. And, like, he puts <laughs> it, George puts it in drive, and we didn't shut up three and no. a half hours. Yeah. We were both talking at the same time at one point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think. I think we're best friends, but I, I tend to uh, – I tend to get close with people very quickly. Yeah. You well,
1: know, like I, I guy, think that's
0: man. one of the reasons why you've worked so much is yeah. sometimes I think you get hired simply for the hang.
2: Well, if, if you base... In all
0: honesty, yeah. I, th- I, I seriously no. think, like, some people just want you in the band because they want to be around you. <laughs>
2: I've, I've always, and I'm guilty of that. Well, you know, I've always said I'm probably not technically the best drummer you can hire, but... You know, I will earn your material yeah. <laughs> to, the, to the best of my ability, and we can hang out, you know. Yeah. And that was kind of, you know, like getting thrown into that Avery band. Yeah. You yeah. know, which changed everything for me. I I credit, I really credit Avery and Hank Rose. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Um, For kind of teaching me. They kind of give me Honky Tonk 101. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, Avery left, and then I remember uh, Mike Weir started playing bass, and he kind of gave me Motown 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Avery band changed again and started playing Scotty McLeese. You know, it was like a, I mean, he was a, like a brother to me, mm-hmm. and we played forever. Yeah. And then Scotty was like, you know, advanced honky-tonk. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and then so forth and so on. Now I'm playing, you know. Then it switched to Puddin and, and you know, Jason Hill played. Yeah. And, you know, Jason, he's the monster. Oh, yeah. And But he's got his own style. Right. And he and I play a lot together today. And then we've got Marty, you know, yeah, like yeah. all these bass players. And they're all great. And I'm yeah. I'm probably letting a few slip through the cracks. Mike Anglin's another one, you know. Like I've got to play <clears throat> with the best bass players yeah. ever. Yeah. But without them, I can always tell when – you know, if I'm playing with the bass player, that's not pushing me, because I'm like, I'm not playing as good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys, you know, but that only that don't only go to the bass players. It goes to who's singing. Yeah. You know who's playing guitar. Right. You know, but yeah, it's kind of like I've always said: if you want to get hired, be a good hang and learn the material. Yeah. If you go in knowing the material. Which in our case We didn't know so, what the hell we were
0: gonna play. Right? Yeah.
2: But now, you know, like if I was gonna tell somebody young, I'm like, Okay, well if you're gonna start playing clubs and say you want to freelance, yeah. Well here's a hundred songs to start with. Yeah. You know <laughs> well, that like, was I remember
0: you hounding that into pudding when we first started you know like standards standards until we until we got a repertoire going yeah it's like push those standards because we we all know them and then we can work and then we can find our style and our niche and all that stuff
2: and there's you know there's musician (coughs) there's musician music and then there's music that you you know people want to hear Right, you know,
0: like we're yeah. the last two that want to play the bullshit songs. Oh, the
2: last three now. But <laughs> but you're still the
0: one that <laughs> yeah. like you can read that crowd yeah. and you can yeah. like John hate mm-hmm. hey, Dixieland of delight needs to happen now, you L- know? Yeah, and then yeah, I'll relate too. that to yeah. George yeah. because I'm not gonna choose to do it, yeah. unless Donnie says it's time, you know, and I'm like, because I don't want it in the set list, but he knows that it's going to happen, and it's going to well, go over, and Donnie's like, yeah. all right, now it's time, let's do it. Oh, yes,
2: and and that, that goes back to, um I remember, like, I think we had a discussion when we were playing pudding once, and we're playing all this great music, man, it was good music, you know, like. Wait, man, we're burning this stuff up. It's it's arranged yeah. well. We were rehearsing, you know. Yeah. Like we were not getting response. And then I was like, guys, I think we're just playing to the wrong people. We're playing to either like musicians or maybe guys. And yeah. Yeah, the slide bulb went off and I remember Avery, who was on last week one time yeah. and he was like, We were all playing house band. He goes, Well, somebody told me once, boys, that, you just got to play to the girls or play to the women, you know, in the club. Right. Once a certain time. And I'm like, well, that don't make sense. So as a young person, then I was like, no, that's true, because girls like to dance in the club, you know, whatever. And and then that's going to get the guys, and then the guys like to sing along. And it's like, okay, that's why you do the sing-alongs.
0: Right, yeah.
2: You know, so. Well, they are fun once, once you get into them. I mean, for me,
1: it's just the idea of doing it. Right. You know, I mean, once so then, we're doing it, I mean, yes, it's fine, and I'm, yes. I enjoy it as much as anybody else does, but it's just like, yeah.
2: Well, and some of it's kind of like you've done it so much. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah. I, I you said Dixieland a lot, or if you say Copperhead Road or, uh, you know, yeah, David Allen um, Cove, you know, yeah. or Family Tradition. Like, yeah. there's probably ten more we can name off, but yeah. you've played them so many times. Yeah. But it's so crazy how people love it because people yeah. like familiarity. You know, yeah. they like that. Yeah. I can sing along with this, and, you know, I'm drinking, so that's the only thing I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs>
0: Dude, I remember um, when So I, I joined Georgia's band full-time, I guess, in, what, 2010, 11? Somewhere in there, yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark, and stayed until 2019, or 2018, I think. 2018, yeah. And uh, we had all agreed, we're the whole band's taking a break. We're oh, yeah. we're burnt yeah. out. Yeah. you know. Yeah, I, yeah. And uh, they, George is like, let's take three or four months and just relax. And I'm like, that sounds great to me. And then I got the call with the Rain of Hands and I thought to myself, it's like, I need something. I need a change. Yeah, I need a challenge. It'll be good for me to do something else. And then it wasn't we hadn't been on break two weeks and George's like, I'm ready to go back. You ready? Well, I was, I was, uh, I was off <laughs> And I'm like, no, I'm not ready. I was like, but I just took this other gig too. So uh-huh. I was like, I, I need to change. So he starts this other band. The next thing I know, I hired Donnie Parker and I'm like, fuck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when I leave, I, I remember I was sitting on my front porch. So coming up to that, let's fast forward many, many years through the honky tonk sitting on my front porch and I'm, it kind of worked out good because I really wasn't playing with anybody. Avery, yeah. you know, like when COVID hit, Avery took a break. Speaking yeah. of being burned out, he said the same thing, George. He's like, guys, I'm burned out. Yeah. I really don't want to play country music right now. Yeah. If I was going to do anything, I'd be in a blues band. Right. And I'd be like, well, you know where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to play country music. Right. You know, but, and uh, that being said, I mean, that is kind of where I'm at now. Um yeah that's that's just the music I love, but Keith Ford called me, yeah, and uh Keith, you know called me he's like, Well, don't think think we're gonna be needing a drummer, you know, or we need a drummer now, yeah, and uh we've already discussed it, I've already talked about it with George, and it, it, he says, if you want the job, right, you got it, and uh and I was like. Well, I mean, there's only one answer right? <laughs> I, mean, like, I was like, you know I want it, you know like when when's when's the start date? yeah, I said, but let's wait till tomorrow. I was like, let me tell you yes tomorrow, and that way you all still want to go through, yeah, there's no yeah. changes. Because the last thing I want is someone else's gig, yeah, you know, uh I don't maybe it was Steve Drummond then, and, yeah, as you never know, when, I always take that in consideration, like. Well, maybe Steve's just in a bad mood tonight, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, you know. Like, but you don't know the situation. But I told you, yeah. I was like, I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see where it stands tomorrow. If you all are, or maybe it was the third, Maybe this was Monday, and I tell you my would on Wednesday. Think, you know? I think
1: that, that how that turned out because it, it was either right at the tail end, or or right as all the COVID stuff was, you know, getting ready to end, and and Steve was. Steve was still not comfortable.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. being in crowds oh, yeah. and
1: going in and and uh you know, got to work. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was fine with it, you know, mm-hmm. so I was and he just he just wasn't comfortable so he just decided to step down because he didn't want to get back in the crowds again that soon. So yeah, the the COVID messed a whole lot of crap up oh, yeah. for some people but you know, I come out all right with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean that band, that particular band, um you know, BBH, you know, one of our main gigs now, you yeah. know, where everybody likes to play, and, you know, shout out to Rayla. Yeah. You, right. yep. you know, um, we played all the way through COVID. You know, she right. she yeah. she yeah. followed the the rules, quote. I yeah, mean, we well, ran a tent. She ran a tent. She's like, I just want you boys to play. I'm just – got this new place. I don't want to shut <laughs> right. down, yeah, down. Absolutely. Uh, so we would just play in tents. We'd play outside. Just mean, like, down, yeah. And we played all the way through. It was like perfect timing. And, and I mean, she just kept us busy. We played yeah. a lot. But, but yeah, I I think uh, if you look at my Facebook um uh, if you scrolled far enough, you'd see the my debut at Austin City with George. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> like that. I started watching yeah. this guy at the time. I think I said it was 17 years ago. Yeah, I was watching George play, and I was like, I want to play with that guy. Yeah. 17 years later, <laughs> <laughs> we we get to go to Austin City and play together. You know, like, and it's just it's funny how that stuff happens. You know, I'm, I remember right. telling you know Ashley back then. You know. We never met during me coming into Austin City to see George. Yeah, but we met more. Actually, Ashley and I were just sp- sparking when the Avery gig happened. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I think I love you, but I think I'm about to take this house gig. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be three nights a week. <laughs> just so <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> yeah, but we had a ball. You know, uh, Ashley has been. Nothing but supportive, and we yeah. all know how you important that is. That. If yeah, you haven't yeah. got the support at home, right? You know, especially me. You know, I've, I've recently have been doing the Nashville thing, and I've always, as you said, I go to Nashville a lot and I love it there. Which she and I go there a lot too. But she has supported me. You know.
0: Well, that's that's what I was going to ask next. Is you still are doing that? And you're going you're not going to watch. You're going to play now. Yeah,
2: So and so, yeah. like
0: so. I know it's at some point in time, if not still, all of our dreams to be a professional musician in some form or fashion. Yeah. But you've got your own business. This is true. You've got a yes. big family. Yeah. Yeah. Would you take it if the opportunity came today?
2: Well, where I stand, I think I told someone this the other day. Last summer, I went out with some guys uh, out of Nashville and they done, like, the, you know, Sprinter conversion van thing. Yeah. You know, hauling a trailer. Yeah. This guy called me. He's like, man, my, my drummer had a seizure the other night. I've heard you play. I want you to, if you want it, come come play. Yeah. So I was like, should I do this? And, like, we were we were mm-hmm. down at the lake. And I remember, like, Ashley and a few others was like, those Nashville guys, you need to go with them. You know, because they're just pretty high-profile players down yeah. there. You know, they've they're musicians in the bands that we would probably all love, you know? Right, yeah. Tracy Lawrence and, and Mark Chestnut yeah. and one, you know, there's one guy in the band that played with Ray Price, you know? Like wow. They're like, you probably need to go. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's Arizona, California, Oregon, Washington State yeah. and back home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, we should do it. Yeah. We should do it. So, you know, I did go out. And I was gone for, you know, 15, 16 days. Yeah. Um, But I did take away from that. No, I don't want to get in a van. (laughs) Um, Finally got to do it and saw what it was all about. You know, and I couldn't tell you a person that I would say yes to right now without it being an absolute superstar and probably play music that I didn't enjoy. Right. But, you know, if the right country legend... That, with a
0: guarantee,
2: yeah, you know, legend guarantee a bus and say they did twenty three dates a year. <laughs> you know, you know, and they're all during the summer. Yeah, <laughs> no weather. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's right. Now I really, I really enjoy playing with, obviously. I've got the band with you guys. I've got right, You yeah. know, I play with you guys. I love playing with other artists, whether they're new or whether they're established. Yeah. I love meeting new people and hearing the way they play music. And, yeah. You know, playing. Yeah. the Nashville thing, I'm getting to play with some really good players down there. And it's kind of like a, you know, I've waited a long time to play there. Why would I not do it now? So yeah. when they call, I've got a couple... Yeah fill-in spots yeah. that I do there, and I want to keep it that way. I say, you know, I don't want this on the regular, but see. I'll come play, you know. And Nashville, for what it's worth, is paying better than it used to. Oh, yeah, from, you know?
0: from what I've heard from you, because I mean, that's one of the reasons I never bothered to move is, you know, 15 years ago when it was a possibility, <laughs> you weren't making shit down there. I mean, oh, no. Uh, so that's like, I'll just stay I here. Played,
1: uh, <laughs> I played Tootsies. The, mm-hmm. Probably the band you saw mm-hmm. in Austin City, yeah. I played Tootsie's with those guys, and uh, they we paid we got paid fifty dollars. Oh yeah, fifty dollars base pay. Yeah, and then then they wanted you to sign, you know, take a tax form so you yes. take taxes yeah. out of that fifty bucks. <laughs> so well, I played there once. <laughs> that, yeah.
2: Well, and kudos to all those guys because even if you know some of those clubs down there now. You might get a couple hundred dollars base pay yeah. and people are really tipping because Nashville right. is more of a It's tourist. It's is a Vegas town yeah. now. You know, yeah. they're not shutting down that early and they're opening up earlier even yeah. it's like and I'm sure in years to come it will be a twenty four seven town. Right. Yeah. Um I'm gonna be there for the SEC tournament.
0: Yeah. To cool. Playing
2: with Caulfields and, you know, yeah. that that group. Yeah. Um so and that's gonna be fun. But kudos to the Nashville guys because they—it oh, yeah. is work. Oh, yeah. They play with no breaks. You do get that base pay, but say you get a gig that people aren't generous in the tip jar. Yeah, you know, and you're going to have those nights. Yeah. Those guys work hard. Man. I, I know mean, Hank they work
1: hard. Hank and uh, Kurt both went down there and mm-hmm. stayed for a long time playing. And I yeah. mean, you know, they were they were doing the whole. Ten in the morning till two in the morning. They was playing this club yes, and then yes. moving their stuff down the street to this club and doing that whole deal.
2: Well, and the, and the and the party really out the window there. I mean, people might buy you some drinks or yeah. something, and send them to the stage, but you know, like the the good old Austin city parties that we oh, kind of right. used to yeah. have, especially yeah. <laughs> where you play forty minutes, forty five minutes, take break for twenty. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know yeah. like you don't get that thing. No. You yeah. know, it's 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 definitely about the music. It's just a lot of work, but. Right. I do, uh, I do enjoy going down there and playing with some of those guys. It's yeah. a little bit absolutely. different feel. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, if uh, of all the cool places you have played, you got a favorite? Well, over the years, I mean, I know the city's your second well, home. Well, the, this,
2: but, this, the city by default, right? Would be, you know, I mean, that's. I think around here, yeah, that's kind of the. But, but to name a favorite, I don't really know. Like you know, we played some pretty cool venues over the years. You know, yeah. It's I don't know that I have an absolute favorite other than the city. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it's kind of where, like I said, I walked in and saw George Mole. Yeah. And I mean that was, to me at the time as a twenty one year old was like that's
0: no different than playing Tootsie. You know, it had t- that's the same top of feeling.
2: Mountain, yeah. You know, like that's that's it you know but i mean
1: it's kind of the same for me i mean it's when i walk in there it's it's just it's just a comfort zone it is it is and it's not going to make no difference if i if i'm still in there 10 years from now and the whole every person in there is different it's that it's that place yeah that's right feeling you get when you walk in there Mm mm-hmm You know, and that's probably from spending, you know, four and a half, five years in there three nights a week. Oh, yes. You know, you just get used to it.
2: Well, and so many people, John, yourself, me, tell a story on Derek Isaacs. I remember (laughs) we walked Derek in there, and I won't say how old he was. You know, (laughs) he's probably, I'll say he's 25. Yeah. yeah. But but I remember we walked him in. We walked him in, and At the time, uh, Wichita was playing guitar for you. So this was pre Avery. Yeah. You know, Um, we were, I think we were playing a jamboree and we left the jamboree and Derek had just rode up because I was like, man, we're going to to Austin City tonight. Yeah. I want you to go with me. Yeah. And I'm like, it'll be worth it. I don't care what you got going on. Ride with me, watch our show, and then we'll go to Austin City. Yeah. So we walk in. I think Dad was with us at the time. He drove us over you know, drove us over there and he wasn't playing, we just went. Yeah. And about the time Hank Rose opens the back door for us, <laughs> we probably owe somebody ten dollars. <laughs> they don't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. But uh Hank Rose opens the back door for us, you know, 'cause that's where the musicians would come in, so yeah. that's where dad went. Right. You know, he yeah, he just went over there and Hank was up probably out there. Hanging out, or well, you couldn't drinking. go in the front door yeah. back right. then, there right. was a the line was, yeah. to the gas station, so they got us in. And no, it wasn't Hank, it wasn't Hank. I take that back because the band was on stage, one of the bouncers probably just let dad in, yeah, like, come on in, yeah. About the time we turned the corner, speaking of uh, you know, standards or whatever, I'd, that was back when uh. George is probably either doing... Uh, it might have been Copperhead Rider, or it might have been Midnight Rider. I can't yeah. remember. But Wichita was ripping a solo. And he, he was playing his solo. And at the end of his solo, he takes his top string and does a big dive bomb to a drop D. yeah, and, <laughs> You know, like this all... I mean, whoa... And Derek just melts, <laughs> you know. Like I could see it in his eyes. Like, well, how do we get here? You know? And I'm like, that's what I've been saying, man. We got to figure out how to do this. We oh, with Danny, man. You know, um, I mean, like that's just that. That's a memory that just sticks out to me, and it, it's yeah. funny to tell now because we yeah. you know. Playing with George and you know yep. the same as you, John, right? You know, like, but I remember that and I remember. I'm d- a little tamer now, yeah. Than t- t- somewhat, somewhat, <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> now I'd say you're a lot tamer
1: now than than back then. Well, I'll tell sure. you something. I mean, I want I want to get this in before we run out of time, but uh <laughs> you know, we talk about all the stuff you talk about me, but I can take every drummer that I've ever had. Just like you were talking about picking something. And, take, and I can take each one of them and tell you something that I loved about them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, of course, Randy Hampton was one of those guys, you know, Randy just knew he was going to be dead on, you know, all the time. Oh, no, his drums always sounded amazing. Uh, and you. Kurt, you know, Kurt's going to drive it up your ass every yeah, night. Every you, time. He'll I'm... make you get in the mood, whether you are or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Joe Webb, Joe's one of those guys that, man, if somebody else was singing or doing something – I wouldn't leave the stage. I'd just walk to the corner and I'd, I'd watch, watch him. Yes. Just to watch what he's – and try to figure out how he made it do what it – and it didn't look like he was the he's he was that ever- guy.
2: He's that guy. And I and, didn't mention him earlier, yeah, but man, Joe was fun to watch. And,
1: uh, but then uh, <clears throat> when, when you started playing, because I know I'd done, even with Josh, and Josh is one of my all-time favorites, uh, we would always do like how great they are. First time we play it, you're the only drummer that, that's ever come in there and made it feel the way I always wanted it to feel, yeah. you know, big and mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And you do that on every song we play. And what I love about that is the only thing I can figure out, you're either reading my mind or you're just watching what I'm doing <laughs> or how I'm acting because you're playing everything that's. Well, that i I, I
2: just feel it that way. Yeah. I, I've, I've always – Avery, if he was sitting here, we've had this discussion. Well, we had this discussion with Avery say, on a podcast. <laughs> it, is, it is absolutely, to me, about feeling that emotion. Yeah. And sometimes you're in a gig where it's good, but it's kind of like, but, man, when you can feel that, mm-hmm. even from the crowd. Yeah. You know, Avery and I have always said, and Avery said this to me multiple times, it's like, you're just trading energy. Yeah. You know, you're giving this to, to, to them, and they're giving you something, but you're also giving what you can to your bandmates, yeah. and your bandmates are right. feeding you yeah, back, yeah. you know. and uh, But, no, I don't see how anybody can play with George and not get the <laughs> emotion, <laughs> the emotion of, going. Yeah, you know, absolutely, I mean, yeah. If he sings a sad song, I'm going to call my mom, you know. <laughs> 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 back there, you know texting my mom when y'all should be, well, I should be counting the next song off, you know, <laughs> but you know, it's just, uh, but I do, I play off emotion. Yeah. You know, that's, and I, I love
1: it. I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. That's probably outside of just who you are and hanging out with. It's my favorite. That's my favorite musical part of you is, is how you yeah. feel and how you play the
2: way you feel. That That's the, that's really the only way I know. Yeah.
0: Do you, I'm going to go back in time a little bit. Uh, Back when we were playing with Pudding, do you recall it was an inside joke thing we had going on where anytime we'd end the night we would pick a random ass number to all the hits. Oh, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Where did
0: that come from? Where how did that start? I, don't,
2: I think we had a song that may have ended with, you know, like three on the three diamonds on the engine, bam, bam, bam. You know, and then we'd let the last one or the fourth one would let it ring. Yeah.
0: I just felt like the because we, we drank a lot in those days. Yeah. And I felt like the the more we drank, the bigger that number got. And sometimes <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. well, you know, Donnie
0: called, 25,
2: <laughs> 1, 2. <laughs> you know, because you're doing the big, you know, shoes yeah. in the dryer. <laughs> Grandma falls down the stairs. Ending, you know, drums going everywhere, notes everywhere. And you, know, and you come to the end of it, pop, pop, pop. How many? <laughs> you know. I mean,
0: I remember nights where I was feeling so good. You know, and got such a buzz going that, and the number would be so high that we, you couldn't feel it. You had to count it. Yeah, yeah. it oh, was yes. that high. Yes, and I'd be over there like going, "God damn it!" Like just the, <laughs> what,
1: what, what number are what we number on? Holy, holy we shit! On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's nothing worse. Than being in that condition, having any kind of thing that you really have to count.
2: Oh my goodness! To, to stay yes.
1: in the, I mean, even with a singer, it's, it's even worse. Well, yeah. I'm a, I'm, a and if I'm just a little bit kind of yeah. there, you know, and and. And you're kind of there. I mean, yeah, you don't count yes, the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, you
2: know, I was going to say I'm a drummer, but I'm so emotional in my playing that if I feel myself trying to have to count it,
1: yeah, it does. I, I,
2: I don't feel it anymore. I mean, yeah. like, I'm sure there's songs we do today that's probably not landing on the one, but we know where, <laughs> we know where we're at. Well, you know? I, I was, go,
1: I was just going to go ahead and bring up <laughs> brand new man because I know I ain't going to hit that <laughs> some bitch any time. And as soon as we get there, I'm like i don't know where I, it's start, I start getting i know i'm and and i can hear it i know where i'm supposed to be but i never get there right but, but, well, but then i've got to the point where i'm like it don't matter donnie's gonna cover my ass <laughs> we're good
2: I was just, wait, why count it for you when it's more fun to try to catch that's, you? Yeah. That, that's right that's right <laughs>
1: yeah. dude I, I love
0: playing with you love you as a friend i've always loved playing with you Me too. um Obviously, you play in the George Moulton Band, yes. and that's who we want you to come see when you can, but you that's also right. play right now with, what, Kyle Fields, Lance yeah. Rogers, yeah. who else?
2: so anybody that calls, you know.
0: <laughs> Anyone uh, who's got the dough, I'll so give you Donnie's number.
2: There, anybody out there, you know, starting a new band, <laughs> give me a call. Just don't take him away from <laughs> us now. No, uh, no uh, yeah, I guess if, where you can find me, obviously, George Moulton Band. I do play with Kyle. You know, Kyle's uh, one of the guys that I play with in Nashville.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, we're going to play this weekend. We're actually, we're going to play Thursday and Friday. We're going to do the kind of the KSR cool. thing. Yeah, but, cool. Uh, yeah, Lance Rogers, cool singer, songwriter. They're all different vibes. Yeah. But you can probably find me just at about any local club. That's <laughs> right. The way, you know, <laughs> and out of the whole podcast, if I was going to put anything on record, there's there's just – we're so lucky to have the musicians that we do in this area, oh yeah, yeah That's right I um, mean there's such good musicians and good people, yeah, everywhere, you know that I couldn't sit here and tell you anybody that I didn't like yeah. you know and, and our music yeah, you know it is it is truly we we we're blessed to have. Good people in our area to play Absolutely, with, man. and I think right. I've played with almost all of
1: them. <laughs> if you haven't, you'll get yeah. around. To oh
2: them. yeah, I, you know I'll, I'll find them. You know, oh <laughs> eight right. they sober boys. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I've been playing with them some over the last few years. Good, that's, right. that's some of the new blood. But well, man. Uh, anyway, dude, thanks
0: for being on the show, and oh, and I guess our next show where you can catch us and Donnie is what, the 17th? St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day at Austin City. City, City, At Austin City. It's been uh, episode three with Don Parker. See you guys later. Later. That concludes tonight's episode of Weekend Superstars with Donnie Parker, one of our favorite musicians to ever play with. And, hell, you've probably played with him too. (laughs) He's played with everybody. Great guy, great musician. His whole family is talented and wonderful people. Come check him out anytime. Doesn't matter if it's with the George Moulton Band or whoever. If you see Donnie's behind that kit, go check it out.
1: Until next time, later.